Ringer Powered Hour. On this week's show, a recap of our barnstorming tour of the United Kingdom, including Camel Trophy, the Dunsfold Collection, New Range Rovers, Old Land Rovers, and Ike's first trip to Nando's. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Stephen Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about my cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or check us out on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the bias ply to Stephen's radio, the unsynchronized crash box of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram, at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Ike. So where where in the world are we uh, right now, Ike? Uh, I honestly don't remember. It's been such a whirlwind. We've been everywhere. Yeah. I think we've been everywhere, just like the Johnny Cash song. We've been to the Camel Trophy yeah. Club event for the unveiler introduction yeah. of our good friend Nick Dimbleby's new Camel Trophy book, which if you haven't seen it, it's amazing. Uh, published by Porter Press. Get your copy. Yeah. It's uh, It's super great. We've also been to... The um, unveiling of the new Range Rover. The brand new Range Rover, which uh, which was amazing. I got to try out the tailgate. You've probably seen that on our uh, Instagram uh, by now. It's a special uh, tailgate uh, pad uh, that was requested by Ike and finally fulfilled by our good friend, uh, Jerry McGovern, uh, specifically specifically to Ike's request and, and made to his specification. Uh, and then we, we went up uh, north uh, to Gaydon to see the, uh, the Motor Museum the, uh, in, uh, in Gaydon, the British uh, Heritage uh, Motor, British Motor Heritage Museum. And I feel like it's a different name every time I come here. It probably isn't, but... British Heritage Motor Trust Museum. The Trustful Motor Heritage Trust of the, yeah, that yeah. thing. Anyways, where they've got Huey and stuff and uh, did a little tour of uh, that place. Uh, looked at the uh, the Jaguar Land Rover something other collection. There's like 19 different collections that they have, but uh, there's uh, some of uh, some pretty cool uh, cars in there. Some really amazing stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Some uh, pieces of Rover history, you mm-hmm. know, like the uh, Rover Le Mans car, yeah. which I had not seen before, which that was uh, pretty amazing. And, uh, of course, Buttercup. Got a... Uh, Got to visit Buttercup while you're there. You know, the uh, ton and a half, 127-inch forward control uh, Land Rover. Fabulous car. We'll have to put a picture of that. Uh, I got a picture with that car as well. Um, and then uh, we went to uh, see our very good friends, Alex and Rob, at uh, CKD Shop uh, to see their uh, brand new uh, panels and parts and bits and clips and things for uh, early, uh, mostly early 80-inch Land Rovers and some of the uh, 80-inch Land Rovers that they are in the process of restoring, one that's completely restored in their lobby that looks uh Absolutely uh, spawn on. A great looking car and uh, a neat little shop. Others, yeah, we can't talk about. Oh, of course, yeah. One theme that we had while we were here, which we'll disclose in a later episode for our Patreon as subscribers, only secrets, we're not supposed to tell anybody, but every uh, every English shop we visited here had some secret 
that we weren't allowed to share with the uh, with the general uh, public. So uh, had to sign a sworn statement in blood. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and the, then another uh, one in ninety way. Yeah, and that's right. And it's the only way to make it official. It is a it is an interesting country for their uh, their secrets. Lots of secrets here. Um, and then uh, we went to see our our very good friend uh, Michael Bishop at uh, the uh, Land Rover Jaguar Land Rover Classic Works. Um, and uh, and also uh, special vehicle operations, which I had never been to. I like to pride myself on going to every JLR venue everywhere in the in the world, but uh, uh, got a very special invitation uh, to go and check out uh, the uh, the SVO Center uh, here in uh, in Oxfordshire. So it was a that was yeah. a really neat uh, thing, and spent some time with Michael. Yeah, I'd like to thank our uh, our sponsors at uh, JLR for making uh, that possible, yeah. and uh, you know for their hospitality. SBO, if you're uh, not familiar, is where all the fancy fancy Range Rovers and Range Rover Sports and all that are made for. You know, your celebrity footballers and whatnot. Yeah, and they were making the armored oh, Range Rover as well. That's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah which third is, World Dictator. That's yeah, where you want to go. That's the place to go. And we, we sort of buried the lead in that uh, on Sunday, uh, after having a delicious uh, breakfast with Nick and the, and the Camel Trophy uh, folks uh, and uh, and some, some very good uh, new friends, uh, there at uh, the uh, Camel Tree, and we went to visit uh, another another friend uh, in a little town called Dunsfold. That's right. Yeah, our good friend Phil. We haven't uh, seen Phil since uh, we did a trip across the Snowy Mountains in Series Ones in Australia, and he was all too happy to show us what's been going on at the Dunsfold Collection. Uh, new and great things are afoot. If you don't know, Phil is uh, winding down his uh, parts business, which has been a staple of the Land Rover community for decades. decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Epic. And, and don't be too sad because uh, Phil will st- still be there, but uh, in a new capacity as the uh, part-time bartender, part-time docent of the Dunsfold Land Rover Museum, which is uh, in yeah. the process of... Uh, of being erected and uh yeah. yeah yeah and you know the dunsfold collection is a really amazing um you know land rover uh specifically land rover history they have some amazing cars they have chassis number one or two or the oldest of or the you know uh, lowest mileage of or the whatever of so many different models of land rovers they have the uh the camel trophy truck that uh, is half normal car half camel trophy truck they have the uh Daring Gap Expedition, one of the Range Rovers. They have well, a uh, a forward, uh, or I'm sorry, a forest rover like uh, like Ike's. Uh, they have uh, every manner of control: backwards control, <laughs> forward control, sideways control, under seat control, under every seat yeah, control. every everything you can imagine. Yeah. Any way you could sit on a Land Rover, any type of hybrid, they have it. Yeah. If you want to see a uh, hybrid maestro van freelander yes. it's there it's, it's there. there yeah they have a uh, part man part land rover they have everything you could imagine and uh and really I, I mean just amazing i mean the the depth of uh of uh the dunsfold collection is absolutely outstanding and we um, visited the depths we visited the depths we went to the very depths the deepest of, darkest uh, yes it was amazing of course we can't disclose where any of those are nor no. to be fair if i with my life depending on it could i ever find them again as every shed in rural england looks exactly the same phil blindfolded us and then drove us in circles for two hours before you know visiting each 
yeah. each group of vehicles playing different journey songs uh for us it was really interesting um he's he's a he's an amazing guy but you know uh, phil uh, you know would love uh, your help in supporting uh the dunsfold uh collection if you want to become a uh, a sponsor uh, of a uh, you know of the collection there's a few different levels um and uh it, it's just such a neat thing it's such a special thing that exists it's really worth uh you going to the dunsfold collection website and checking out all their cars and, uh, you know, if it uh, so inspires you, uh, you know, uh, help fill out, help him uh, preserve these cars. And uh, they publish a wonderful newsletter. And uh, if you donate, you'll uh, receive that. Keep up uh, getting updates on some of their ongoing research into Landover history. But uh, Phil's a super nice guy and uh, he's doing really important work you know, preserving that history. Yeah. And, uh, we were also uh, lucky enough to go out, uh, way out in the middle of the, of the wilderness and, uh, and find our good friend, uh, Julian, uh, Scholen Pfeffer. Yeah. He said, he told us how to say it. And I, I think that's Schulheffer. Schulheffer. Yeah. Anyways. Julian and his and his wonderful family and the cars that they're working on there. Of course, he restored uh, some fairly noteworthy, uh, you know, cars over the years. Uh, the JUE uh, car being probably the most famous one that he's worked on. Yeah, if you and, haven't uh, uh, seen his book, it's uh, Restoration of JUE 477 and... Uh, Really uh, impressive work that he's been doing, uh, or has done, excuse me, on uh, Land Rover production model number yeah. one. And so he uh, took uh, great pains in showing us around his facility there and uh, explaining his restoration process. So if you uh, get a chance, follow him on Instagram and check out what he's doing. Yeah, and he uh, he has some really neat trials cars that are his sort of personal cars, and uh, we got to see some of that uh, some of that mayhem and uh, and other stuff that he's working on hot rods and, and whatever else. So he's uh, got a great little shop there, a fa- very much a family affair. The entire uh, the entire family is is very much engaged, and there's a, a pet pheasant that lives outside his front door. It's an attack uh, pheasant. It's an attack pheasant. It was crazy. I've never seen a I've never seen a bird act like that. The bloodlust. Oh my god! It it almost nearly had Ike. It was. Uh, it was touch and go there. If uh, I you lost know. a kneecap, yeah, no, it was worth it though. It it's was. a neat shop. It was. It was yeah. very cool. Yeah, very cool. We're gonna take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you five dollars for every twenty you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And now back to the show. So, you know, big, uh, you know, probably the big event of the week and the one that uh, uh, it maybe is a little harder for people to uh, to get uh, around to is the unveiling of a brand new Range Rover, which only happens ever so often. Uh, so we were joined by uh, a few of our uh, close friends in at the Royal Opera House uh, here uh, in London. And uh, our, you know, our, our new good friend, uh, Mr. Jerry McGovern, who pointed out that Ike and I uh, are brothers because we both have a beard, which is, uh, as we all know, the one thing that defines, uh, you know, familial connection, um, that, uh, to unveil the, the brand new Range Rover, the, uh, the most luxurious, 
minimalist uh, Range Rover with the most features uh, ever presented in a Range Rover um, for for something that uh, professes a reductive design as a key principle. That thing has a lot of bells and whistles. It's a busy car. There's a lot going on. Yeah. If you uh, if you sit in the back, it's like sitting in a transformer. There's uh, tables and armrests and. Uh, you know, uh, seats and uh, headrests, and they're all moving. Yeah, they're all moving. all the time. They're yeah. scanning your yeah. retinas yeah. and uh, and checking your DNA and uh, adjusting to the perfect heights and uh, levels and uh, uh, firmnesses. Oh yeah, and uh, all the firmnesses. Yeah, yeah cr- whatever. Yeah. Cradling every part. Of every the part is cradled uh, in the most luxurious and elegant. Leather. Oh yeah, it what Carillion leather, which I think isn't Lando Calrissian, uh, isn't that uh, it's Lando Calrissian leather? It's, it's uh, Mon Calamari leather. Mon Calamari. It's made from real Mon Calamari. Uh, delicious prawn. It's a trap. It? Yeah, no, that's a trap. It's uh, it's a great car. Um, you know, I am uh, not uh, you know not uh, known for my uh, you know uh, necessarily love of uh, brand new Range Rovers, but um, you kind of can't help uh, the car is uh, so nice and. Uh, you know, it's really well put together. It looks looks well made. The color, uh, you know, of this uh, of this one that they're using in the advertising is very cool. The flat painted, which we found out from our good friends at uh, the uh, special vehicles operation, that is a uh, that is a flat uh, enamel that is put onto the uh, car or or uh, gloss lacquer. Uh, lacquer. Yeah, lacquer. Uh, so that isn't a, a wrap. That isn't a frozen wrap like some companies are doing. They're painting the cars. Um, that way, which I think is, uh, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of companies are, are willing to go to that level, but again, not a lot of cars are the Range Rover. And it is, uh, one know. thing that I really liked about the unveiling of the, uh, new Range Rover is, uh, you know, we got the speech from Jerry. We got the video, you know, got the video. Yeah. You, the, uh, you got the video with a gentleman playing the, uh, the piano and then like rocking it out on the drums. I thought that was very cool. He was a nice guy. I talked to him for a minute. He, he was, uh, yeah, very, he was in charge of the dramatic music, yeah, you know, cool. so they played the, uh, the played the video. Video, and there was live music to accompany the video and uh, of course the video was dramatic the music was dramatic and then there were sheets torn off and yeah. disappearing in thin air and uh, it was a whole to do but uh, then then we got a speech from uh, from the head designer well first we got a speech from the CEO of Jaguar yes. Land Rover uh Thierry Bellari. Thierry Bellari. 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 Terry Bellari. Terry Bellari. Our good buddy. Our good buddy, Terry Bellari. And uh, he was great. He was great. Had lots, you know, his, his usual is a good speaker and, uh, He's a uh, he's a fine uh, fine upstanding gentleman. Uh, and then he introduced uh, Jerry McGovern, who's in charge of the design for the new Ranger and the last Ranger, and you know the Freelander, most famous one through seven. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can check out historic photos of uh, Jerry McGovern's perm online. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the most uh, shoulder paddy of shoulder padded yeah. uh, suits. He's a yeah, he's a snappy dresser. He had some Yeezys on, which has been uh, somewhat criticized online. I have to say, the Yeezys choice. On the Yeezys have taken a lot of heat. Uh, you know, I don't know. It feels like uh, people accusing him of forgetting his dress shoes. But at any rate, he did a good job of uh, just describing, you know, his design process yeah. and the design elements in the new Range Rover. And, uh, you know, I think he spoke for maybe about a half an hour yeah. about the car yeah. and uh, how it's different and, uh, you know, uh, pushes the envelope for uh, luxury SUVs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the entire time he's demonstrating the features and the car is rotating and, uh, you know, he's mentioned salient points about the design and, yeah. and uh, pointing out things and and at one point during that process he mentions the rear lighting yeah. and uh, the tail 
lights come on. Yeah, and then which are great. They're a neat bar that yeah. runs up the the each side extreme edges of the car. That's very un Range Rover. Yeah, and Range Rover has historically had the light cluster as a defined sort of piece of this when the lights are off the taillights are off they're invisible they they disappear into the blacked out panel which is sort of interesting and then they also the turn signal. the turn signals and they're the progressive type yeah horizontal and progressive yeah so they uh, they move from right to left uh, which is interesting so he continues with his discussion of the design of the car and then another 15 20 minutes later at this uh, point i think the car's been on stage you know well assume it's been yeah at least an hour yeah. at least an hour. yeah at least an it's hour been a, yeah. it's been an hour through the, the various discussions yeah, and yeah. and speeches and so forth and so uh, you know he invites everybody up on stage to to come see the car you know some uh, dramatic uh, uh, you know music fades out yeah. and uh, and and the speech is over and then at that point a gentleman gets out of the car who was wearing a headset and was in charge of turning on the turn signal and so he'd been sitting stepping there on the brake he'd been sitting there forever <laughs> yeah, yeah like an hour and a half in the car and uh, he got in there yesterday and the car wasn't running so no climate control or anything obviously going on in that just car sweating. so she's just uh say so it was hot in there it yeah. was hotter than i would want and so i can only imagine what it was like in a car with no climate control on with lights pointed at it and everything else yeah, yeah. whatever they're paying that guy it's not, enough. not enough now he was dead on cue i have to say those lights came on almost as if they were controlled remotely, which I assuredly would have been very easy to do. I think there was probably like a fail-safe, you know, uh, explosive attached to an artery if it didn't, didn't go off. Oh my God! I yeah. can't imagine how angry Jerry would be if he had pointed to the taillights and they hadn't come on. They hadn't come on. Oof! Oof! At one point, people started to clap, and Jerry uh, gave everybody that. No, no, not not now. Not now. Not now. Yeah. And finished what he was saying. And then allowed people to clap, which is a that's a power move. That's a power move. I have to say, though, up close to the car, which we did go down, we sat in it again. Like I said, Ike sat on the tailgate with a special tailgating package, little cushions that fold out with a little backrest and uh, all these sort of bits did look very comfortable. I didn't get a chance to uh, sit up there. But I will say one thing about this Range Rover that's really cool is that there are no finisher uh, pieces anymore. They've basically all been deleted. The roof panel meets the glazing of the windows. The door panels. No roof meet. gutters. There's no gutters. There's no... No trim pieces around the windows. There's no trim pieces at the top of the doors. It is just panel to glass to panel, which I don't know how that is from a reliability standpoint, longevity-wise, but it looks incredible. It looks like a concept car. It looks like a car that was just sort of like it's been carved more than assembled out of, you know, because... Certainly the new Discovery has 900 little gloss black finisher pieces around every little orifice is framed in nine little pieces that have 14 little clips on the back. And This is the infinity pool of SUVs. It is the infinity pool of SUVs. It goes on forever. It's amazing. Yeah, and I have to say this, uh, you know, this guy uh, has um, uh, Alexa. For the first time in a in a Land Rover, they didn't uh, opt for uh, their own homebrew system, which was probably a good idea. I think that's uh, the product of uh, yeah. previous generations of uh, navigation. And- yeah, 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 yeah. Land Rover has never uh, been, uh, you know, uh, accused of having really above the curve uh you know infotainment stuff but uh, having alexa this cool it integrates with the home alexa that's cool i guess you know um but yeah i mean it is a super super posh range rover and then um they also unveiled later i thought could it be a convertible range rover that they would also unveil could it be 
some kind of new Range Rover something or other. A the, two-door Range Rover. A two, oh, 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 the two-door Range Rover. Uh, that's another secret, but I'm angry about it. Um, the, uh, you know, but it was the uh, special vehicle uh, edition uh, Range Rover, which they're doing uh, for this new Range Rover. The SVR um, uh, current Range Rover Sport is apparently the most popular uh, special vehicles model that they're doing currently. And so uh, they're doing the uh, the full-fat Range Rover uh, as well now with the new uh, with the new model coming out and uh, you'll be able to get a billion different types of paint and uh, all the different trim panels and all that sort of stuff and you know they're going to do a couple of sort of standard specs uh, but then diamond encrusted valve stem covers everything you could ever imagine uh, baby seal flavored you know neck pillow whatever you whatever you want they'll do it they'll do it and, uh, and it has know, a warranty and it has a warranty and they their paint is incredibly cheap uh, for uh, what it is to paint an entire Range Rover inside now. Earl Scheib of luxury <laughs> SUV paint jobs. It really is. And uh, looks amazing, obviously, but not that expensive. I, you could not paint a Range Rover for what Special Vehicles does. It is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, they, admittedly, they're painting brand new cars, so with all the prep work is, is yeah. done. Yeah. And uh, they're just pulling the bodies off the line, you know, loading the guns with special paint and uh, and painting them. But they are painting all the door jams, and then they 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 send it back, and then they put yeah. the transmission yeah. electrics, transmission, and the engine, everything goes yeah, in. Yeah, everything yeah. goes yeah. in. So uh, yeah, so they have this interesting process where they pull them off the line, they go onto a special truck that is essentially part of the line. They're they're on their you know on their assembly frames. SVO the has their own paint shop. Their own paint shop, yeah, and it comes over, it goes into the special paint shop, water all waterborne paint, very. Just like BMW, super, super modern paint techniques. It's a, you know. As a customer, you walk on to the bridge of the Starship Enterprise to select your paint color. It, it really is. The paint color selection space, um, you know, the trim selection Invisible space. doors. Oh, my. Yeah. Secret door, of course, that you go in through. Really, I mean, just fantastic. Chris and Joe showed us around that space and... Uh, really amazing they were uh, building some armor we're saying too much we're gonna whoa, whoa, oh my god we've gone too far we've, we've gone, gone too far. far um i'm just getting a text we got uh, mi5 <laughs> is on their way not a live show it's amazing how they're doing this um but we did get a uh you know we got a really great uh tour from those two and and they were building the armored Range Rover, the special vehicles, uh, armored Range Rover, which is a, a factory built, uh, armored car and, uh, looks, I mean, exactly like a Range Rover, but is, uh, very much an armored car. It is really cool. You know, like a, yeah, doors that like you can't shoot through and really, I mean, that's kind of the definition of an oh, armored that's right. car. That's what it is. I yeah. Guess, yeah. The doors yeah. that you can't shoot if through. If you could shoot through them, I guess it wouldn't it would, be. No, car, it would not. Know? It'd just be a heavy car. It'd be a heavy car, yeah. which it also is. Oh yeah. Super heavy. Super heavy. Um, but, uh, yeah, the only way you can tell is the thickness of the, uh, border around the yeah. windows is, is a little bit smaller. Yeah. And the windows don't roll down and the, the wheels are a little different to pressurize cabin. Yeah. Uh, chemical a, attacks. What did he say? It was a hand grenade attacks. Uh, yeah. The roof has like armor. Uh, we shouldn't tell. We yeah. shouldn't say. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. Who knows? We shouldn't talk about the vulnerabilities of the <laughs> ultimate Range Rover yes, armored they, edition. Yes, they did. Uh, they did point out uh, exactly where you could, uh, you know, you could launch a, uh, a photon torpedo and, and blow up the entire car. Yeah. It has one vent tube that is vulnerable <laughs> you to attack. You beat me to it. Yeah. You beat me to it. It's just like shooting womp rats. Oh, yeah. Back home in the T-68. Yeah, this is true. It's uh, it's true. Um, it is, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, that was uh, that was spectacular. And then, uh, you know, also spending uh, some time with uh, with our very good friend, 
uh, Michael uh, Bishop at uh, Land Rover Classics looking at which might have been fatal. Hundreds, yeah, hundreds of cars, not the least of which I can nor confirm nor deny that the uh, Land Rover Experience Defender that I've taken around a good portion of Easterner Castle uh, was in fact there and uh, sort of lost track of those cars. Uh, they had some really neat stuff. They, they did. Neat, neat they did. They had some incredible things that we can't talk about. A few yeah. things that we can talk about. We're probably going to flesh out. This is kind of the rundown. So we're yeah. going to flesh out some of these visits in future episodes and probably have some guests to That's talk right. about yeah. uh, these we're, various facilities and so forth. We're probably not going to flesh out the new Range Rover at all anymore unless there is uh, interest. I'm happy to talk about it in any amount of detail that anyone does. Um, but certainly, uh, you know, we're going to try to get Phil on to talk about the collection. Uh, we're definitely going to get Julian on to talk about his restorations. I mean, J.U. Is, a, is an amazing story and the work that they do there is super cool. Uh, Rob and Alex definitely talk to them. Those those guys are uh, always up to uh, some kind of shenanigans and their, uh, you know, business of reproducing these, uh, you know, highly sought after and not just body panels. It's not just, uh, you know, I think a lot of people think because of the Rover magazine and stuff that, uh, you know, they're they're just in the panel business, that they're doing tubs and doors and vendors and things, but oh no. They've, uh, they've shouldering a lot of the burden for spare parts on Series 1, so so uh, kudos to those guys, and we'll have them on the show, and uh, I'm sure they'll be happy to talk about what they're up to yeah. and uh, some of the crazy stories that they uh, get up to, recovering vehicles and restoring early cars and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they're going to come visit us uh, yeah. sooner or later, so maybe we'll have them uh, live in the studio. So oh, to speak. my God. Yeah, no, it would be uh, it would be great. We're going to do that. And uh, we've uh, we shot a little bit of uh, video content at the um, at the Camel Trophy event. Uh, over the uh, weekend, some of that will go up on the Patreon. The uh, the balance of it will go up on uh, Instagram. So keep an eye open uh, for that. All those amazing vehicles. Uh, uh, we'll have Nick again on the show. Absolutely, he's also Nick. coming to visit us here before too long. Sure so many things happening here at the Underpowered Hour. It's oh, yes. crazy. It's, it's, things are going crazy. We're gonna have Andreas, the gentleman who invented the Camel Trophy, or the first leader of the Camel Trophy. We That's spent- true. He's gonna so, talk about uh, the Camel Trophy, yeah. the early days of the Camel Trophy, yeah. and. Uh, his good friend who has 200 acres of erotic art. Yeah, you know you have a lot of erotic art uh, when you measure it in acres. That's uh, when you make, when you bridge the gap between like linear, I don't know, square footage to just sheer acres. If you were to lay all of this erotic art out in a field that would be visible from space. It's true. It's true. And uh, we're not done yet. We've got some more uh, visits to uh, make here in in England, you know, before we head out on Friday. We're going to try to uh, maybe visit with Martin Port and uh, John Holmes of uh, Cross Channel Classics and uh, visit with those folks and see what they're up to. And we'll have more content for you in the next few episodes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So by the time you hear this, uh, Ike and I will be hopefully safely back in the United States uh, if we weren't uh, detained at the border for an indefinite amount of time for uh, making fun of Jerry McGovern. I have uh, phoned Customs and Border Patrol to see if we can't get Stephen some uh, special attention in the cavity search department. I'm looking forward to uh, to that. Uh, we've, uh, of course, uh, you know, framed Ike for a number of local burglaries. Uh, and uh, we'll just see who gets there first, you know, like uh, it's uh, yeah. have some uh, drug mule T-shirts. Yeah, I'm going to slip great. into Stephen's wardrobe. Yeah, it's going to be trip fine. Out. It's going to be fine. Just a bunch of innocuous bags of white powder that uh, I've uh, I've uh, been slipping into Ike's baggage over the course of the last couple of days. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we've got some uh, we've. 
you've uh, managed to uh, harvest some absolutely amazing uh, collectibles that uh, we'll be giving away on the show in some upcoming episodes. So absolutely stay tuned for that. Uh, if you are a Patreon supporter, thank you. And uh, you will be getting uh, a set of ultra exclusive and nearly sold out. So if you're interested in getting any of these special edition stickers, which all of our Patreon supporters uh, will be getting a set of, uh, you know, please do uh, head over. really have been disappearing. It is kind of crazy. Who thought that a sparkly camel trophy sticker would be as popular as it has you turned did. out to be? I did. I did. I saw it. In a vision, in the flames, it came to me in a dream, and uh, and uh, it, as it turns out, true. But uh, fear not, uh, dear listener, for that shall not be the last uh, exclusive uh, that we do. Uh, we're uh, we're uh, talking to a, a number of uh, people, uh, not to mention uh, our very good friend Daniel from Retro Eighty uh, about doing some collaboration work uh, with him in the future, um, and uh, we'll still be um, you know we'll still be working with. Uh, AJ uh, Nichols in the uh, in the future to maybe do some of Ike's cars and uh, and go from uh, there. So we'll have uh, you know lots of great stuff. There's T-shirts. There's big thank you to uh, Joe uh, at, uh, at Land Rover North America yeah, for his uh, support of the show and uh, his hospitality while we were here in London. Absolutely, it was uh, it was a great uh, evening with uh, with our friends at JLR um, and some new friends that aren't from JLR and uh, and uh, had a uh, yeah had a spectacular time. And Joe is going to come and see us in uh, in Los Angeles here around the LA Auto Show. Man, you're giving away so much. Oh. Oh, so many secrets. So many secrets. Secrets. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a slice. We're not done yet. We're, uh, we're still on our marathon tour, our barnstorming tour of, uh, of the uh, south of England. So uh, if we didn't uh, catch up with you uh, while we were here this time, uh, don't fear. We will be back at some point in the future. And uh, perhaps the... Uh, um, you know, air that is uh, poisonous to human beings to breathe uh, situation will be in a better spot. And perhaps we can have a meetup with our, our friends here uh, in the United Kingdom uh, at some point uh, in the future when we're when we're here again. So until uh, then, Ike, let's uh, let's head to uh, head to the next stop and uh, we'll uh, we'll chat with you all when we're back in the United States. All right, Stephen. Looking forward to it. Powered Hour is produced by me, Steve Barris, and Ike Goss. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook.